Yo, this is Joe. And this is your boy, Eli. Welcome back to another episode of the Off Wrestling Podcast. On this episode, we'll be giving a quick little breakdown of our thoughts and opinions. But first, the intro. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Off Wrestling Podcast. We back. This is a special episode of the Off Wrestling Podcast because we're doing a review of SummerSlam 2022. If you just want to hear our dope review of it, you can stay yeah. with you. But please listen to our podcast. <laughs> subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> um, so the first order of business, we had Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, I love this match pretty much just got like right to it. Like I love the commentators bringing up last year's yeah. of, you know, Bianca being beaten like 15 seconds. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted Becky Bianca returning. to win in 13 seconds and then just be like, all right, we even. This is it. Yeah. You owe me one, fam. You owe me one. But no, like they, they literally had like a solid match. And, uh, you know, the Tennessee crowd was behind Bianca the whole way. And knowing that it was in Tennessee or her home state. I was like, she's probably not going to lose this one. They don't want well, that pop to start to show off. You know I, I, mean? I thought I thought about that too, but like they do allow people to lose in their hometowns just to just so they can get a shot of their moms in the front row, like crying, like losing in front of their. Family. <laughs> so I did have it in mind. I was like, yo, what if she does lose? But yeah, and then Becky's like, where you see your daughter? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad they didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I'd have been mad. Um, but yeah, it was a solid match. Like they didn't make it this quick <laughs> microwave fight. Like they literally. You know, put a final chapter in their their the rivalry that they have together. I'm hoping that Becky just doesn't continue to keep trying to fight for the title after this. I hope she maybe yeah. moves on to like the you know, SmackDown Women's Championship or something against Liv. It, but I just don't think she's going to take the title off Bianca right now. It just wouldn't it, look good for her. It did look like she turned face in a matter of maybe like 60 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. what I I knew we were going to eventually talk about it, but that's what no. I was kind of. Seeing like you know what the did you think that was too much like okay yeah. so Bailey Bailey Wait, came before, out before before I do okay, want to say yeah, before yeah, yeah. <laughs> before we get there yeah. um I was mad when Bianca did the KOD outside the ring I thought for a second that she was gonna Count let out. Bianca get counted out and I was like no we need to end this with a pin right. um but you know the match was solid the Spanish fly into the KOD for the clean beautiful that was super beautiful um and I love the hug that they shared was kind of being like you know we've been through it, it was a war. And we got through it. So I was super happy for that. Now, Bailey returned, like you were saying. <laughs> yeah, so Bailey returned. You know what's funny? When uh, Bailey's music hit, I immediately was like, wait, why is The Rock coming out? But I forgot <laughs> that uh, her music is literally like, it's it's not like a copy, like set for set, but it's very, very similar to The Rock's. Um, hmm. I never thought about that. You've never listened to it like that? No, when not the rock I... had the Hollywood, when The Rock had the, like, the Hollywood music. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's heel. Hollywood yeah. Rock. I never thought of that. Wow. Anyway, um, so did you think it was? Did you so initially when Bailey came out, her music hit. Then Dakota Kai, you know, her she came out, and then Eero Shirai uh, changed the name now. But you know, her music hit. Did you think it was like them overdoing it, like just for the moment? I was like, all right, so nobody, please don't have anyone else come out right now. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I loved it, but it was it was like a, just a crazy way to to just like debut a faction, pretty much, and then. Bailey, I mean, then um, 
then Becky pretty much turns face. And so now she's added to the mix. So she's all of a sudden the face. Was it all too much like at one time to you or, or just good enough? Uh, I think if they have some proper booking to follow it up, I think it should be good. But maybe they could have spaced it out to where it was just Bailey. We let Bailey have her moment. She's been gone for a long time. People have been waiting for Bailey to come back. Yeah. And like you said, which, you know, today we're recording on Sunday, so Raw's tomorrow, today, whatever. Um, uh, then you have Dakota Kai, you know, Shirai come out, and it's like, you know, she has help now. She's not by herself, you know what I mean? I think that would have been, like, a little bit more perfect, but at the same time, it's like, it kind of had you on a level where it's like, what else could happen tonight, you know what I mean? So, I, I don't know, I like that of it, like the shock factor, but it did feel like a lot. They could have just gave Bailey her moment, but... At the same time, this is a big, like, debuting point for Io Shirai and Dakota Kai. Yes. You know, hopefully with Triple H now leading things, they actually have a shot of being, like, a big deal on yeah. the main roster. You know I mean? The only thing I was saying was, please don't let Charlotte also come out and make this, like, a three-on-three thing because it was getting yeah. crazy, crazy. I thought that would happen. And then for a second, I was like, is Sasha and Naomi going to come back? But then I was like, no, that's probably, like... <laughs> That's probably yeah. too far ahead. That's like, too far. That's too far. Yeah, they, they might not have did that. But yeah, it was all in all it was a solid match. And even that moment afterwards, it was like, okay, we're starting something right now. Like This feels like a new SummerSlam. This feels like a new WWE product. You know what I mean? The next one was probably, it's crazy. I'm not going to say it was my favorite match because I really love the main event. But it was up there with like match of the night for me. I don't know about you, the Miz versus Logan Paul. Did you love it? Did I did love it. it. I loved it. Yeah. I don't know if it was match of the night. I like so many different matches from this card that I can't. It was second match of the night for me. Second match of the night. I can't pick a favorite, to be honest, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. Logan Paul is that guy. He can wrestle. (laughs) He can wrestle. You know what I mean? I do need to see him against somebody besides Miz, though, after this. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's beat him twice. No, he's beat have him, him Have him beat up but... Dominic, you know what I mean? Everybody else is <laughs> One thing I will say, um, when I saw Champa coming out with Miz, I kind of felt a little bit bad for him. Like, I, like I'm. there's no mm-hmm. way he's staying in his contract if this is all they have. Like, Or that was at least what I was saying in my mind. If he's just going to be like the Miz's like, bodyguard, like there's mm-hmm. there's no way he's he's happy with just doing that. But it was dope to see him like doing something with Ader, with uh, AJ later on in the match. I was like, okay, he's gonna split off and do his own thing. Hopefully, he just had his own like individual feud. He just gets better every time I see him wrestle, and even like his promos yeah. are getting better. So it's like, man, we might have like a, a legit star on our hands that came out of nowhere from YouTube. I can, pretty I much, can tell know? he's actually he actually trained for this, and he cares. You know, what I mean, it seems like he cares yeah. and there's a real passion there. The timing um, is dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, not to discredit him for. Doing stuff that most wrestlers already do, but it was like it wasn't like watching like a celebrity match. That's what I loved about it. It was about somebody mm-hmm. watching somebody like a wrestler wrestle, which is a huge compliment. He worked yes, dude yes. worked fast. He was doing like moon sauce to the outside. Like he didn't think too much about the moves. Yeah, he wasn't thinking like way too much. He looked comfortable in doing it. Like he mm-hmm. it was it was dope. It was I think beautiful. the only time I was really nervous for him in the match is when he did like. I think the Miz like hit a code breaker on him on off the second rope, mm-hmm. um, but other than that, it, it looked good. Yeah, that frog up. splash though. Bruh. Said, I announced this, bro. At first, I was like, all right, like when he did it at WrestleMania, I was like, Maka Eddie, so okay. But at the same time, it was like he's being a great heel in this match. And even that match was a great heel. But it was like, okay, like I think I'll let him have the frog splash now. Like I'm not gonna go playing about it. He does it well. The form is nice. He gets some good air on that. You know, I mean, dope match. And Logan Paul is definitely a legit, you know, wrestler. Dope to see the Skull Crusher finale be like the finishing move that he does against Miz. 
I don't know if he's going to continue to take people's finishers. I don't know if the Skull Crusher finale is his finisher now, but um, dope match. And I'm excited to see what happens with Champa too, with AJ and everything. So there's a lot to take away from this one. Yeah. Did you see the? I know you. I, well, I pointed it out. I know you saw the the Pure Life Maximil model commercial after the match <laughs> with the Miss. Bruh. I legit. I've never. I mean, I've seen some also wrestling, but I've never just been like, what are we watching right now, bruh? Like, literally, what are we watching? Like, oh. are the sponsors aware that this is how they're selling the water? Like, do they know that they're doing this? Right. And they hardly drank any water. They just poured it like on themselves. I mean, it was funny. Like it's funny. Like it's just it talking, was funny. Like, but it's yeah. like, yo, what are we doing right now? Yeah, was, they definitely had an adult water fight. They were just throwing water on each other. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? I think <laughs> Masay like twerked at one point, and I was just like, what is going on right now? What is on my TV? Um, but it was funny though. It was funny and it was entertaining. I, I guess it worked. You know what I mean? Um, they got us talking, like you said. So yeah. I guess it worked out in some ways, but it's just like, man, like, yeah, I just, <laughs> and even when they drank the water, it was like a bit much. Like, why are you drinking water? Like why that? are you drinking water like that? Do you, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if Mace, uh, I don't, I'm going to still call him Mace. I don't know if Mace or Mansoor will ever bounce back from this, like from this gimmick. <laughs> I mean, Drew bounced back from like 3MB. So, you know what I mean? Like anything is possible, mm-hmm. but this was going to be tough, bro. I'm always going to remember this man drinking water like this. <laughs> And doing modeling the 2022 Beachwear collection and all that. Like this is this is gonna be tough. Yeah, I think with Mace, like I think this might revitalize him mm. because the whole retribution thing that was not that was awful ever. Yeah, and I think that kind of tainted him a little bit. Him and T Boy that really tainted them. So I think he needs this really more than Mansoir does. Yeah. Now my boy, like he definitely didn't need this gimmick. I feel like he was doing good by himself. He was doing maybe decent. He, maybe he needed to turn heel or something, but he could have went in any direction. But I think Mace definitely needs this character. Yeah, more he's making, than, he's doing everything know. he can to make it work. Like, yeah, he is. He please don't is. release me. I'm gonna drink this water and pour it down my chest. You know what I'm saying? Like, help, come on. I'll pop my me. butt. Like, just let me do what I gotta do. <laughs> I want to keep my job. Yeah, it was wild. Um, and then we had here for the U.S. Championship. Uh, this match was pretty cool. I just feel like five I've minutes seen or less. So, yes, I feel like I've seen so much of these two <laughs> wrestling each other. That I wasn't super invested. I was on my phone a little bit more, like tweeting from my Twitter or whatever. Um, but it was a, it was a decent match. I'll say that. Um, and on the second, I thought, okay, is there a chance that Theory walks out with the right. U.S. title and the undisputed WWE Universal Championship too? I thought that about was, that for a second. You yeah, know? that was in my All mind too. Titles. Yeah, that was in my mind too. But I was like, bro, I don't care what they have going on with Theory and Universal Universal title picture. It would absolutely kill Bobby Lashley's push if Theory went over. So. I'm I'm really really glad that they didn't do that, and they really did have me nervous in the beginning when uh, Theory attacked Lastly, you know, with the briefcase. I guess just to make it like a little competitive or whatever. But to me, the match was the right amount of time, like i.e., not too long. Like Bobby Lastly should absolutely dominate him, and that's what he did and, <laughs> every time, so, every single time. Like it's Bobby Lastly, so I think they made the right decision on this one. Five minutes or less, like it was a really quick match, and that's the kind of match you want to have when it's like, okay, we've seen them a few times. And, Yep, straight to the point. No baby oil. Um, and then we had the Judgment Day versus the Mysterios right after this. I say it again. I've said it on like almost every podcast. The Judgment Day theme still bangs. That is, yes. a, I need to download that. I might have to be like a waking up alarm for me or something. Wow. Like, it's okay. It's probably not that deep, but it's a really okay. great song. Like it's, it's like the typical wrestling song that you want to hear. Yeah. yeah. 
I have to, I do have to point out, I do have to point out one thing um, I always find awful. Uh, this was a tag team no DQ match. The fact this was a no disqualification match and they're standing on the apron waiting for a tag makes absolutely <laughs> no sense to me. I've seen them do it so many times. But like, yeah. I love how Ray was like waiting patiently on an apron for a hot, for a hot tag and then uses a chair. And it's like, <laughs> bro, nothing was stopping you from doing any of that. You know what I mean? Nothing. You can just jump in. It's no DQ. It should have been a tornado tag. It yeah. should have been in the tornado tag. That's probably what they should have did. I haven't seen a tornado tag match in a while, actually. Right, it, right, right. It, it definitely should have been a tornado tag. It would have made a lot more sense, and they could have got they could have did more. They could have got away with more stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I think at the at the bottom of it, like we really knew, like this match was either about a going to be about Termin Dominic Hill or b about Edge returning, and that's mm-hmm. pretty much what it did. Outside of that, like yeah, I know they said it was no DQ, but it was basically like a regular match you see on Raw, like a tag match you see on Raw. But Pretty really, much, yeah. it was about either either Edge is going to return or Dominic's turning heel, and that was what we were looking for. Yeah, we got the Edge return in the middle of the match, which for me, it was like, I couldn't even tell what his theme song was. Because I, I remember, like, there was the song he had, like, when he was part of the SmackDown 6, like, his, one of his very oh, first yeah. solo songs. I thought I heard that, but I couldn't really tell. I might have to watch the clip back a couple times to hear what the song was, because all I heard was, like, fire. <laughs> but um, <laughs> And the fans cheering, obviously. The sound of there was just kind of off because it was like an open stadium or whatever. But um, he's like a because he's a good guy, but he's a face now. Still kind of has like an evil edge to him because he like there was like people, was like yeah, people falling into fire, like an earth breaking that. up. He had a yeah. devil on his shirt, so I was like, is he evil still? He's got the brew thing going that, on. Yeah. He had the brew glasses. You know what I mean? The fire. So I was just like confused because um, I was like, is he still evil? But at the same time, I had to see. The promos that he does and kind of talks about you know what what this new change of character is you know what i mean yeah but happy to have him back and i knew he helped the mysterious win and then we got happy corbin versus pat mcafee right after um, i want to say the same thing i said about logan paul pat mcafee can wrestle <laughs> he's a great wrestler and he's an amazing pro yeah he um, made but, me a little bit nervous on the ropes you know oh I mean? uh, yeah he kind of wobbled a little bit twice <laughs> he was actually, a little bit wobbly he was a little bit wobbly i was like is it the jordan is it the jordan sixes i can't remember which pair he had on hey but, i gotta uh, talk about that why are you wrestling fresh jordan six <laughs> some fresh ones man that's some one of my ones. favorite silhouettes for sneakers jordan six jordan three jordan four yeah would you wrestle in those? That made me so mad. But at the same time, I was like, all right, he's trying to be cool. You know, he's showing he's wearing yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dope or whatever. But I yeah. just, that was my grand. He did make me nervous with that that swan time to the outside. I was like, please don't do any rope stuff, but we love you. Still exciting. <laughs> he's still one of the most exciting people to, you know what I'm saying, watch wrestle. Like, even though it's, I would say it's a quote unquote celebrity match, but it was still exciting. You know what I mean? Everybody's yeah, rooting for Pat. It almost seemed like they repeated the same, not the same exact matches from WrestleMania. But these are like the same kind of celebrity, yeah. Man. And yeah. they delivered again. Obviously, they delivered again. But right. it was just different. I mean, you got Gunther. You building up as his character it has nothing mm. to do with some time. No Could one of these matches be taken off? But at the same time, I loved them. And they were entertaining. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I love, <laughs> I love like him getting him punting Corbin. That actual connection. You know what I mean? But uh, it was yeah. a really solid match. It was definitely a lot of fun and entertaining to watch. And then we had the Street Profits versus the Usos for the unified tag titles right after this. Um, I love the Street Profits coming out with the Tennessee Titan cheerleaders. I thought that was super cool. At first, I was like, what are they doing right now? <laughs> like, I don't, but they always have to incorporate whatever 
I mean, like if they're in that city, it would be yeah. the Broncos. They have the Broncos cheerleaders come out or somebody from the Broncos come out. You know what I mean? I, so I thought that was I, cool. I will say off the rip, like from the beginning, I was kind of thinking like the street profits definitely need this more, way, way more than the Usos. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. I really wasn't paying attention until they started mentioning the numbers, like the three, I think it was 376 days as champs. Like, I mean, Romans is even worse. It's almost like 600. I mean, it's almost like 700, but like they really didn't need it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I felt like, I felt like, and I think that a lot of people knew, like, okay, so the street properties lose. It's probably it's definitely setting up a, some kind of turn or some kind of split, you know. Mm-hmm. And I pretty much think that's what, what we're probably going to see on Raw or Monday Night Raw or, or coming soon. Because they even mentioned, um, they mentioned Michael Cole mentioned how uh, Dawkins, you know, takes it to heart when people talk about, you know, Montez possibly, you know, splitting. So I was like, yeah, this is just if they lose, it's it's setting up to split. Yeah, and I don't know, breadcrumbs to where it's like we start to see the rift on Raw this week, this upcoming that week. losing streak, you know what and, I mean? Yeah, you know I mean, or it's like they kind of have arguments. You slowly see the cracks, and then, yeah. like, he just turns on, you know, Dawkins or whatever. I don't know if we're going to see it like that, or if Montez turns on Dawkins and goes heel. I don't know what exactly is going to come from it. But like you said, I, I definitely think they're going to split up soon because they've been clamoring to get the titles back for a while now, Yeah, and they haven't really been successful. I think it might be that time. It's sad to see, but they both got to go and do their own things. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's weird though because because you know you automatically think in a group like this, the other guy like typically the bigger guy turns hill. Like Dawkins mm-hmm. would be turning hill, and he kind of goes on a mean street, and they try to make him like this really tough, like stern character, whatever. While Montez says a babyface because he's the most over. But with this, they had. Dawkins take the pin and Montez kind of looked like he did like you know like they lost <laughs> that they lost so it seems like they might like Montez might be the one that's turning to him man it's like right he got here. that I'm tired of losing he got that I'm tired of losing is this yeah. one on you face you know he mean? even so, yelled at Jeff Jarrett like do you know you don't know how to count yeah you can't count one two three you got one job right, like right. he did all that and even I was like, even though that was 100 percent his his fault <laughs> you know it, definitely was. <laughs> yeah. it definitely but was but I I'm just seeing like I'm seeing shades of them dropping seeds of Montez actually being the one turning hill which is interesting because like he's just like I said he's a super overface like people see him as a breakout star so him being a star and turning heel, that's that's very interesting. Yeah, I could definitely see it to where, like, if they did it where Montez turns on Doc- Dawkins, and then we have Dawkins' face and Montez as the heel, and then eventually they turn Montez back into back. the face. Yeah, because he they needs do it. it. They do it to benefit Dawkins, so he still yeah. shines. Dawkins, Dawkins needs more support, honestly. He so. does. He really does. Um, and right. Not the average person is going to always gravitate probably towards Dawkins. So I think right, he, right. like you said, like he definitely needs a little bit more than Montez does. Montez yeah. is a star on his own, but Dawkins definitely needs that support. So, right, yeah. but I'm sad to see these two black men split up. I don't know happen. It's gonna hurt, but I know it's for yeah, the better. Yeah, for you know what's gonna happen though. Yeah, and they get back together one day in like five years or something. But right now, it's just sad. You know, yeah. it's just sad. Still a fire match. Uh, it was one and done by the Usos. But yeah, it was it was a fire match. It was fire. Did you catch what I, get, I did there? I was like one and done. I, I see. I see exactly what the one D. I, I know. One D. Yeah. One and the Usos. So Riddle, um, <laughs> Riddle calls out. So Riddle calls out Seth, who's not, um, and Riddle's not medically cleared. I still don't understand. I mean, I get, props to Triple H or whoever made it happen. For them getting like they got to have a little squabble, whatever they they had their quote unquote moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I still don't understand how they weren't able to fit. Seth Rollins in this SummerSlam card somewhere. 
Like you said, the yeah. Intercontinental title was not defeated. Even if it meant adding Seth to the Brock versus Roman match, the only thing that would have thrown off is the fact that it's last man standing. But mm-hmm. um, you just might as well. But it's just it's weird to me that there was no possible opponent we can get for Seth Rollins on the entire car, and this is what they had. I mean, again, props to them for making a spot for it, but it seemed like they could have did more than this. Yeah, I think it added some extra excitement into the car, though. Like it added that extra flair where it's like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening right now. And I think Triple H did a he did a good job of like showing excitement throughout the entire car. You know what I mean? He Some little moments of excitement and involving everybody, even though they don't have a match, he still involved them somehow. So I thought that was cool. Um, but I, I know injury is like a, a work injury, like it's not a real injury. And I guess they just they threw out the plans for Seth and Riddle. So I don't know if they got somebody coming back to wrestle Seth or what. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's going on. So if it's like not a real injury, then I really don't understand. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because I looked it up, I was like, how injured is he? It's interesting, but I was shocked by it. um, And I was really entertained. (laughs) Um, So I don't know if they just write off Riddle, like, you know what I mean? And Seth kind of goes on and he continues to be like the heel. The Riddle comes back or what. But this definitely, this writes off Riddle for a little bit and we let Seth do something fresh. Um, Unless but, Randy's coming back, then you know, mm, that could be interesting. That could be really interesting. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what the plans are there, but we'll see. Yeah. Brutal got beat down. Uh, and then we got <laughs> Ronda. We got Ronda Rousey versus Liv Morgan for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I can't lie, I was a little concerned for Liv in this one. I literally was like, I don't know if she can beat Ronda straight up. Like, I don't That's, know. <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember I had texted you in the middle of this? I was like, Charlotte has got to come back. Like, there's no way this is that Liv Morgan is beating Ronda Rousey clean. Like, on paper, that doesn't even sound right. Like, it doesn't even sound possible. So I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, Charlotte's got to come back. Like, the booking, there's no way they're going to do this because Liv just got that title. Obviously, mm-hmm. if Liv lost immediately, they would boo Ronda out of the building. And then, you know, if Ronda won, you know, I mean, if, if, if Liv won, then it doesn't really look legitimate. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. but, uh, I mean, these, to me, I thought it was good, be, uh, good booking, like how they, like, you know, booked the win at the end. But I don't know. I don't think you liked it. I can't remember what you said. So for me, it's like, okay, we got Liv. She's this champion and she cashed in on Ronda. And pretty much the whole thing has been like, you can't beat me again, kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I feel like it would have made more sense for like Liv to do the incredible. And beat Ronda one on one. Clean, clean, like clean, clean. Yes, they could have gave them a nice little 15, 20 minute match, and she worked for it. She slowly chipped away at Ronda and found ways to beat her. I wanted that. That doesn't make, seem possible because Liv is the champion. To make Liv look more yeah. of like a legit champion, I think it would have made more sense. Like, okay, I'm proving you wrong this time. Like, I don't know. I just, that's what I wanted. At least like make it because now it just looks like. Live as champion by like a fluke, by like mistake. Like if it wasn't for Ronda being weekend, then she would never be champion. I mean, Unless, that's what the, happened at Money in the Bank. <laughs> you know I, mean? I mean, I know that happened, but it's I like, get it. I, I get it. You want the, her to be a strong champion. Yes, I want her to be a champion that's taken seriously. I don't want her to be a champion where it's like she just slithers by. She's happy because like is that gonna be the thing? Like she's like the the face that survives. A three month champion. She somehow finds a way to survive and slithers away. But, but yeah. I just wanted I, like I wanted more out of that. I, I, I totally agree. Um, I feel like they booked their way out of it. You know what I mean? And they, yeah, they, they like gave they gave her some time. Um, mm-hmm. Like with her, even with, like whether it's happening. At first, I didn't know if they did it on purpose or not. Like her tapping out at the same time, or if it was an accident. But mm-hmm. um, actually watching the replay with you know Liv tapping first and everything, I think it was the best decision to get them, just to give her some time. 
you know, who know what I'm thinking. I even though you don't want it to be like the champion that kind of just gets by, I'm thinking mm-hmm. their next match. What's probably going to happen is um, they have the match again, and Charlotte mm-hmm. Flair and Charlotte Flair interferes, and she gets belled out again. I know you don't want her to be that champion, but I see her as a bellout champion. She was to me, she was never the strongest, and I hate knowing her, but she just never seemed like the strongest competitor. So it's either that or B Hill. So I, I think it's a good decision, yeah. and you know, having her hold the title for a little bit longer. I can't. I can't see her beating Ronda Rousey. Yeah, you're. You're right. Um, that is the best. Like you said. Like you said, it was great booking in all caps. But like you said, like that is pretty good booking. <laughs> that is great. Pretty, that is pretty good booking because it's like I mean, she's living. And I like, still see it as that. I still see it as that Ronda. That's why I'm like that wouldn't make sense to me if she did that. Yeah, Liv is the one that got lucky. So you know, I, mean? I I get it. You yeah. know what I mean? And then we got Maybe Ronda. Luck turning. is her superpower. <laughs> oh my god, I hate that. Uh, well, we got yeah. we got Ronda turning hill at the end, which is inevitable. They were booing her anyway. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Hopefully, she has more passion now with her promos and like as a heel. But I see it as like maybe they have her go heel, and like you said, Charlotte bails out Liv next time, and then like you know we have the whole Charlotte Liv Ronda weird situation, and then Charlotte's to face, and then Charlotte's like I bailed you out. Let me give her a championship shot. You know what I mean? And then she takes. She takes the title and, back, and then she's a, a yeah. face champion. You hear me? And with that, that's how I see um, Liv holding on to the title for five months. <laughs> Pretty. And she's a transitional champion right now, right, man? Yeah, you're right. She's got to she's got to lose it, turn heel, and then you know what I mean, kind of go that serious yeah. route, yeah, right. and then we'll take her more seriously. But the way she won was just like beating Ronda weekend like that. Like it kind of set it up for her to be a transitional champion. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. dang, Liv. <sighs> All right, we can move on. <laughs> and then we have the, the main event of Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, part 50 for the United, for the undisputed WWE. 680 days as champion now. It was I don't know. Right now. But first, at first, I thought it was almost yeah. 700. But for some reason, somebody said 680 during the pay-per-view. I think it was, oh, like, it was I somebody. You. Yeah, gotcha, I was gotcha. thinking that too. I think it is. it may be 700 now. But um, yeah. What's, um, what's this, this match, honestly... I had very very low expectations on this Same. one. Same. I had very, but it honestly may be the best last man standing match I've seen in probably like <laughs> 10, 15 years. Like it was so crazy. I like by instinct, I put my finger in the air after this match. Like just off. Reason. I did too. <laughs> when, he came, when he came out, I already had my finger there when he came out. Yeah, the finger up in the air, man. Like dang, Roman, Roman, Loki. Like they put him on super Cena level with this. They did, yeah. Like they the, definitely did. the stuff, the stuff that he was getting out of, you know what I mean? Like it was just absolutely ridiculous. Like flipping the ring, this man flipped the ring with the tractor. Yeah, he put him in the tractor. Yeah, he put him in it, dumped him on the, the floor. Was, yeah, just scooping him out. I was like, man, this is Super Cena. This is Super Cena level. You know what I mean? Also, you saw you saw Brock do the uh, the Thez press off the tractor when the match started first started. Yes, I did. <laughs> just insane. He jump off of like, yo, did he just do that? <laughs> that yeah. was I don't know. It was that was a chaotic match, but it was so fun. It was definitely a sports entertainment match. It was a WWE it match. They did <laughs> times ten. You know, they did it so yeah. well. They do what they do well. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like I like this being a last man standing match to pretty much end. It's like we needed this last little hurrah. Supposedly, supposedly. What's crazy? I wish they would have said, you know how uh, sometimes they make clauses. Uh, usually more so in AEW, they're like, okay, if this person loses, they can no longer challenge for the TNT title or something like that. I well, this person is champion. I wish they would have said that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, because if not, it could set up Brock versus Roman at Mania again. No, it's it no, could. I don't want to see it said, anymore, bro. They said closes the chapter, but they didn't necessarily like seal it. It could still possibly happen by Mm-mm. one of the main Rumble. I don't want this ever again. I don't want this. Ever it was again. this was enough finish for me right here. Ever. Yes, they flipped the ring over with a. Let this be it. Bro. This is it. Let let us remember this is the last encounter between these two. You know what I mean? That's how I want to remember it, bro. The builds for the match, like if the mat, the match was dope. You know what I mean? The match was, but the builds for the match, it really had us with low expectations. I just yeah. don't know if I can sit through another. It's just right. too much. You know what I mean? And then the build is going to show this match now. In the build. right, yeah, they've added more footage to the build. You're gonna hold, need a whole farm of tractors to beat me this time, broccoli. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not ready for that. You know? no, need a drill. You're no, gonna need a power no. drill. <laughs> uh, but um, the, uh, I liked how the Usos and Heyman tried to help out Roman too, like just kind of secured yeah. everything. There was a double super kick they did on Brock. I thought they broke Brock's neck for a second. Like, I thought Jay, that Brock dumped uh, Jay or one of them on their head when he suplexed he did. He did. Like, uh, I was straight up thinking about the the Big E suplex. You know what I mean? Like yes. he legit was dumped on it. He was dumped on his head, but he Literally. got up. So I was like, he must be fine. And I was even for the ref to put up the X. Even Cole called it. He was like right on the head, and I was like, ooh, yeah, like that. <laughs> that looked bad. Unless he just like, sold get the over wheel. there. Yeah. Unless yeah. he just sold the wheel. Yeah. But there was a double super kick. Jimmy was coming towards Brock's face, and Jay had the back of his head. Jay came a little late, and it like yeah. snapped Brock's head back a little bit. Yep. I was like, yo, I stood up on the couch. I was like, yo, what was that? <laughs> it looked dope, though. It looked super dope. Um, like dope. But the bloodline did everything they could do to win. You know what I mean? They stacked everything on Brock to, for yeah. the finish. You know what I mean? And uh, the bloodline just can't be. Can't yeah. be I'm hearing a little bit that Theory maybe was never supposed to possibly originally win the briefcase to begin with. And that this probably was actually Cody's spot. And they're just kind of writing mm-hmm. in, you know, whenever. Because he tried to cash in here. He didn't actually cash in. But whenever he cashes in, he's probably not going to win it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just to get rid of the briefcase, because to yeah. my knowledge, I believe it was originally planned for Cody to win that. I can see that. And eventually cash in. So maybe because I I was like, OK, if they're going to do it now, they're going to do it. But with Theory not cashing in and, you know, Vince, you know, long, no longer been here. I can see him just not winning the match. I mean, not winning the title cashing in. There have been unsuccessful cash ins before with Corbin, too. So very true. Yeah. Um, didn't Cena have a, have a successful cash in? I don't remember. Uh, I think I want to say that Corbin did on Cena, but I can't. I can't remember. There's been so many cash ins. Yeah, there's been a lot over the years. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a lot. Um, but yeah, I think Brock definitely went out strong. Like they had to literally stack everything on. Yeah, they were still piling stuff and hitting them and stuff. Right, as the ref was counting, so I was like, well, "Counts too." I feel like that doesn't count. But uh, other than that, like it was perfect. It still made sense. It's like it takes to be brought you know what i mean yeah i see what you're saying about like it kind of left the door open a little bit listen i think this would be the last match between these two they literally buried him but not not in like a wrestling sense but they like literally buried everything on top of him uh to me i would hope that this would be the end of it let brock come back in the rumble when there's a whole different champion i'm cool with that but don't i don't want to see this anymore yeah there is nothing else to do end it <laughs> that's it please that's it. Please, please end it. I would just like to see Brock in like these, like not AEW style, but like just like these dream matches. I would love to see him just go against like random super, yeah, on the card. Like let's see him versus Gunther one day on one mm. pay per view. Let's see him versus Big E on a pay per view. Just like a bunch of the dream matches. Like I don't have to that. have the title all the time. 
let him do other things. Like let him have these like random dream matches. Like I love Brock to see and, that. Brock and Guthrie might be extremely stiff. Um, it might be stiff, yeah. <laughs> but so, you know what I'm saying. Though? That's like, just gonna be a fist fight. But yeah, yeah. I'd rather see him put over some newer talent. You know what I mean? Like yeah. put them over, and even like if he doesn't like lose against them, at least make them look good. Like I like to see that out of Brock. Because yeah. we've seen him at the championship a thousand times. Like, let's do something new with him. Let's have, let's have him help the younger talent. You know what I mean? Yeah, every time he's involved, it's always there's always a world title involved. So pretty much, yeah. Um, what would you rate this pay per view though? Uh, I can't go higher than the four. I'm gonna do four too. I have four. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going higher than the four. This was a four, at least by WWE standards. This was definitely a four. This is. A this four. is- which is really good. I don't think we've given them a four for a pay-per-view since <laughs> WrestleMania. Yeah. So, Which it, I mean, with the outdoor stadium, it kind of felt like a WrestleMania. Yeah. It did. It did. Yeah. Yes. I was like, okay, SummerSlam I mean, is definitely number yeah. two. You know what I mean? The main event was solid. They they found a way for Liv Morgan to beat Ronda Rousey. You know what I mean? Uh, the Street Profits match. It, re- it was solid. The whole match, the whole card was solid. Uh, Logan Paul, it was solid. So I'm giving them a four. And there's a lot to look forward to for this upcoming week, too. So they give they gave us a lot. Shout out to Triple H, man. The new regime's taking over. Hopefully, every paper watch from WWE gets a four out of five. Fingers Jeez. crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed. But yeah, it was, it was fire. Yeah. Well, that was another episode of the All for Wrestling Podcast. Please remember if you did not like it, you can't complain because we told you it was all from the jump. It's all for wrestling podcast. Peace. Peace out. Episode, be sure to subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. Also, follow us on Instagram at Off Wrestling Podcast and on Twitter at Off Wrestling One.